You are listening to The Sauna Show, a podcast that explores new ways to combat modern life and reclaim your health and vitality. My name is Sebastian Miro and I'm the CEO of Clearlight Saunas International and a passionate entrepreneur and health enthusiast. I'm sitting down with scientists, holistic health practitioners and change makers in the wellness space to talk about all things detox, health and happiness. Hello everyone and welcome to The Sauna Show. I'm here today with Mason and uh, Mason Taylor is the co-founder of a medicinal mushroom and tonic herb company Superfest. So Mason has such a deep knowledge of Taoism and the foundational principles behind tonic herbs as well. And so he, he breaks this down really, really easily in this talk. I, I really enjoyed it and I learned a lot as well about the three treasures that really make up who, who we are and, and how we work or don't work. This is a really nice easy to listen an epi episode and, and learning so much about something that can change your life. So without further ado, do enjoy the show second time on the sauna show. Mason Taylor, here he is. So welcome on the show. Hi, Mason. Hey, Seb. Nice to have you again. Very excited to be back in the sauna with you. Yeah, your old sauna it is yeah, actually. My huh? old sauna. Mm, yep. Now you looked after it well. Well, Kind of <laughs> put a huge dint in the floor from when I fell off it. <laughs> yeah, but but I know you didn't do it on purpose. And it's still good enough for podcast boost, so thank for giving that back to us. Yeah, well, I mean, we always work well together. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, it was the day before I was moving. I was pulling it apart. Everyone, I came off it. I fractured a bone in my hand. And <laughs> yeah, it's two meters fall, isn't it? Yeah. And I was like, roof. yeah, you know what? Then it wouldn't fit into my new house. But I was like, Sebastian. <laughs> <laughs> Can we swap yeah. this? Can we swap this? And so I'm really, yeah, you're very resourceful German sauna man. You're welcome. So you're part of our sauna boy club today. And what we... I would love to chat. Last time you were on the show, we talked a lot about health in general, feds of health, and um, yeah, and how to identify what's right for you, and and not being carried away by you know what everyone suggests to do. So um, I would love to talk to you actually about what your bread and butter and yet you know your your main passion is and what Superfest is about, and that's um, that's the whole tonic herb range that that you have um, and that you have explored yourself and found the best herbs and the, the best way of, of, of production of these things and how to get them to people so I would really love to dive into that and make it really practical for people at the same time so that they understand this topic um, yeah well so if you are you up for that yeah I'm so up for it oh, fantastic I, I hope that would be the case hey um so you so you what's your approach for for choosing herbs that that you have have on on the offering for people like like what's what's your overall intent uh, for for choosing the right products? I mean the the best part for me about owning a tonic herb company that delves in other um, interesting types of herbs that people might have heard about like the medicinal mushrooms or functional mu mushrooms or adaptogens is that from Superfeast I've got a guiding light in a core philosophy mm. which is that indigenous um, philosophy of um, of the Orient, China especially, being Taoism. Mm. And so that as an approach to herbalism grounds me in a dialogue around herbs and uh, an appropriate progression of ensuring that we build back the health of the body and then fortify the health of the body. When you go back into the, the days when it was just a complete system, the Taoists were living very much ensconced 
in nature and they were surrounded by the elements and so the system emerged from being a, a, a low problematic style of herbs which means they're not so focused on the symptoms they've got classical chinese medicine there um it's, you know the 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 deeper um deeper traditions of um acupuncture and healing that can go in and deal with states of disease mm. the taoists had um gotten a foot ahead for themselves they wanted a lot of um they wanted to progress themselves as much as possible so basically ensure that they just become you know, as virtuous as possible, learn as many lessons as they can throughout their life, continue to be of contribution to the community, mm. um, humbly pass on the lessons that they learnt in life. And so within that scope, there's a dialogue, um, this this closed system dialogue of the particular types of energy that you need to ensure mm. that you are um, building, making sure that they're not being deficient in the body, which would open you up to aggressive and premature degeneration yeah. and so from that it's a closed loop system there's only it's it's quite simple there's only you know ensuring that the the yin and yang forces of the body most notably you're up and about during the day and you're down really going into your deep yin state at night with sleep mm. and then to ensure that you are transforming between yin and yang with as smooth a, um, bridging as possible you know, they, they'd have particular movement practices, ensuring they were meditating on their emotions and then taking herbs um, and, you know, as, and then doing qigong and, yeah. you know, and, and having these other practices that would ensure that as the yin and yang forces and, and energy and qi was moving through, especially the five major organs, liver, heart, spleen, lung, uh, kidneys, that there's a smooth transition, just a smooth transition. That's yeah. it. If you If you're there, you've... It's not like life is perfect. Life is imperfectly perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the if you can get that smooth flow, you can develop as a human mm-hmm. and develop as a um, you know bringing your your spirit into communion with this physical body. Now, what they realized, if you could get on the front foot, continuing to allow a smooth flow to go through these organs as the seasons go th- go on, there's a particular. Um, accumulation or um, a focus of the chi in a particular organ we're kind of entering into uh, on the on the precipice of a springtime we're in yeah. an early spring here and so you're going to see more of the the liver being the you know the the focus of where the chi is going hmm. to be accumulating and flowing through in the body and so if they could get in step with nature if they could get in step with the the cycle of the sun and the earth as much as possible, which is what we do. We put mm. more clothes on in winter and we take clothes off in, in summer. You know, mm-hmm. that's, that's, but they, they really live their life like that. Whereas we are technologically plugged in. Yeah. Therefore, we divorce ourselves from nature a little bit. But if you are getting into that flow and you're using particular herbs that are um, in that dietary category. So at the same way, they're eating, eating appropriately for their body and eating appropriately for the season. They will also be taking herbs that they saw as over thousands of years of usage. These were just the ones that were gentle enough. They'd say life-giving enough, life-cultivating enough. Didn't have many drawbacks. You could take them consistently long-term uh-huh. without depleting the body eventually. And and so they became the tonic herbs. And it was just very simply. They just continue to keep you know the ginsengs, gojis, shizandras reishi's eucomia barks they'd 
they'd still circulate in the diet like a, a food would, but they were gentle enough but very medicinal in their effect that they'd really help this flow of energy to be maintained. If you can maintain that flow of energy with your lifestyle, which does include the usage of tonic herbs, mm. which we have completely separated ourselves from mm. having a medicinal a herb as a part of our diet, even Western herbalism, which kind of threw me off when I was starting to study this mm. stuff when I was in uni and meant to be studying business, but studying this instead. <laughs> well, I, um, I just, I could never get behind full-blown clinical herbalism. Because I just personally, you know, I love my practitioners and I mm. use them because I get symptoms that mm. pop up and I'm not qualified to, you know, well, to a particular extent I am. But if I feel like it's a bit out of my depth, I'll go mm. and see a practitioner. But I just wasn't inspired by working on problems. I mm. wanted to cultivate life and see how good it could get. Get on the front foot and the preventative foot and the explorative foot, explorative foot as much as possible. And the Taoist tonic herbalism really had that approach. As I couldn't find that in Western herbalism and even especially actually in, in the way that Chinese medicine is taught in a modern sense because it's, it's, it's removed itself and colonized itself from its classical roots, mm -hmm. which is based in the classics. And so these herbs, if you can get in that flow, take your herbs, your lifestyle is kind of moving and shaking with the elements and the stars and the earth, then you... In the Taoist tradition, they, they actually give you a terminology for what you're cultivating and what's intangible. You feel something coming back. Yeah. Where you feel, you know, we all feel what happens if we can really, you know, prioritize our sleep and yeah. create this, this beautiful sleep environment. All of a sudden, something comes back and we try and explain, oh, yes, you lo lower in cortisol and, and this mm. and that. And, and, and these are these are great things to be able to, to go into a reductionist Western scientific mindset. But... That doesn't mean anything to me. That's not, it's, not, it's not this holistic and integrated terminology that allows me to... like. I'm, I, for the rest of my life, I can't just have good sleep to lower cortisol. It's this, it lacks romance and storytelling. And it lacks um, um, an integration with re what I can perceive in, in reality that allows me to build this culture of health that can eventually be passed down to my children, my peers just by them observing that I'm building something in my body when I have a particular lifestyle flow. I'm taking these herbs. And what that is in the Taoist tradition is the treasures. And you build these three treasures. The, 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 Jing, um, the Jing is the primary um, foundational treasure there. Mm -hmm. There's the secondary treasure there is our Qi, our vitality, and the third is our Shen. Now, a tonic herb is a tonic herb, a superior herb, as they, would, um, as they called them in the the primary uh, materia medica mm. herbal text over 2000 years ago, Shen Nong's um, Ben Sao Jing. These are the superior herbs that you can use to cultivate your Jing Chi Shen. If a herb cannot be integrated long-term, small doses over a long period, maybe cycling in for particular seasons, out in particular, but in the diet in with some kind of permanence mm -hmm. or consistency. If if they can help you build your three treasures, then that's a tonic herb and it's a superior herb. And that filled me with purpose. Mm. I liked the idea of students and mothers and fathers and my family and myself getting onto the front foot without needing to go into the mental, heady, scientific space of reductionist right. of needing to justify 
an external reason for why I'm going to take a herb. Gotcha. So, so basically, w what you found for yourself is that the system that had the most substance to create a strong foundation and and set you up for um, set for, set you up for, for living a lifestyle that you want and don't have to you know and, and and can be lenient with your sleep and can be lenient with this and that and and take the the herbs to support uh well to buffer i guess you know anything that might be a little bit out of alignment you found a system that um that that is easily to apply you, you don't have to do you have a practitioner for tonic for tonic herbs because mm -hmm. they they are almost like food you can just use them that way well and and that and that can that shits practitioners the ones that that are, are married to an institution but it feels the practitioners that are actually about keeping their patients mm. out of the clinic it fills them with joy that people are taking it um in, on their own accord and the tonic herbs yeah. are very forgiving and uh. so it's you, you as you're taking it in small doses or the medicinal mushrooms like chaga and reishi and they're you know to use the western terminology they're immunologically getting in and activating and turning the lights on for your immune system there's not too much that can go wrong if you're being sensible with your mm. dosage. Elderly are taking it, children are taking it. And if you're tuned in, you know, you know, you instinctively know, just like when you know it's time to stop eating lots of raw salads. You know, you just go, all right, I'll stop that herb, I'll stop yeah. the salads. And you, you mentioned about it helping you um, if you are, you know, testing the edges of your body, yeah. you're not sleeping so much or mm. you're not eating the best thing. I do like the fact that things like, The sauna, the the tonic herbs, they can ensure that you don't fall off the edge mm -hmm. into exhaustion. Mm. You don't fall off the edge into what we call a lifestyle that depletes our jing, which we can we'll talk about the yeah, treasures. Yeah, would be and, great. But if, what they what I like about the system, um, being a system about potentiation and prevention, mm -hmm. is it's also got integrity that will say. And you're going to hit a glass ceiling unless you can match the rest of your lifestyle practices with the level of, you know, of, of magic that these herbs have. Mm. Then you're going to hit a glass ceiling. They'll keep you sane and they'll, they'll keep you from falling off the edge. Say the Jing herbs, which mm. nourish the kidneys, they'll keep you from falling off for quite a while. If you're, you know, smashing coffees and not sleeping and hustling, mm. you take Jing herbs, they'll stop you from getting exhausted for a while and maybe keep you there for a long time and be a real crutch for you, which is sometimes we need that because sometimes we need to hustle in life and yeah. sometimes tragedy happens in life. Yeah. And that's something that I identified early because I was just doing, you know, it's been nearly 10 years doing Super Feast and mm. the amount of stories of someone would get hit financial hardship or lose a, um, lose a partner or, you know, have a child that would become, you know, like, well, you know, like a, a problem child, mm. you know, just, you know, using that term lightly. Um, they'd lose their job, whatever it is. Yeah. If your body's walking on eggshells, that could be the straw that breaks the camel's back. And mm. so I'm very comfortable with people taking these herbs when they have to be in place, uh, when, they, when they, like, they have to be sleep deprived or they have to burn the candle at both ends and they are deprived of like sleep or a good diet. The, the herbs will really crutch you, but the beauty is that they will lure you in and they'll lure your desire in to ensure that your your entire approach to your lifestyle and the way that you're flowing with nature will if you give it the opportunity hone in more with that flow so they become less of a reliance on the mm. herbs to save you from something although mm. they can do that and most people are going to use it for that let's be realistic in the yeah. western world 
but the the opportunity they they they're spiritual herbs they're they're alive they're they're energetically alive there's a reason for thousands and thousands of thousands of years they've had clinical usage but they've also had um they've had kitchen usage you know they've had the herbalist wandering the countryside informing people did you know this mushroom grows in your area you can be going out and harvesting that and you know and, and bringing that into your world and then once you have a connection to nature through that herb then your desire to connect other elements you know connect your sleep and connect your diet and and all these things with with reality rather yeah. than being swept off in this progressive um you know growth based you know like or perpetual like accumulating um needing to dominate kind of culture that we have which can be great at times and can be overwhelming at times for the physical body the herbs will draw you into that space right so if i understand you right then these are herbs that people can use even you know once something has passed and they actually don't necessarily need the herb anymore ideally yeah ideally right but that's that's great like you can have it in your toolbox back you basically can can take it while you need it but there's no problem of keep taking it so whenever the edge comes on you're actually prepared because you're already on the herbs yeah mm. yeah right so how would people find you like normally it's the story that something is wrong in their lives or something is wrong with their body that's how they hear about tonic herbs because you can use them without prescription they're not in, um, invasive like, like a really strong Chinese herb that might really change you know how your body functions and on, on, on. taste is crap <laughs> yeah oh is it about the taste is it well it is absolutely <laughs> like that's like the the, for, the formulas taste relatively good they need to be able to mix in with like a mum that ha- can't get medicinal mushrooms into her kids you know because their their immunity is so poor or the allergies are so off the handle because they've got no integrated immune system it needs mm. to be taste good enough to be able to put it into a spaghetti bolognese yeah or do a miso soup and that's what people do mm-hmm. yeah right like what would be a herb that that is given to a child the mushroom mix the mason's mushrooms yeah reishi chi tonics chi tonics so mm. they they're you know kids um kids have you know generally they've got erratic and developing chi and so immunologically you know they're 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 learning so much as they go along that's why they get sniffles and you know they get the bright red cheeks as they're growing up they've got you know uh, they've got um, okay. their body's learning how to defend itself and learn how to work within this bacterial viral beautiful microbial world you know so that's like and in order to help them develop chi tonics like you know, like shagas and lion's manes and reishis and you know they're the mushrooms and then the chi um the other herbs you know the the, the roots like astragalus and white mm. attractylodes and porias these are other herbs that can support their chi and the chi tonics support their their surface immunity so in, in a western sense but their wee chi their protective chi that kind of like force field of energy that can ensure that you know basically the, the forces can't get into the body and augment you and step you out of your huh? yin yang yeah five element transformation cycle right yeah and i i assume this has been happening for thousands of years that actually kids have also been given these these, these herbs as well hmm. part, yeah right so um i mean they're given chicken nuggets <laughs> <laughs> like people are like like you know and and you got it and I and I'm not just like a yeah no problem ever with herbs these herbs are active you know you 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 step you step lightly whenever you're introducing anything that's really medicinally active 
you start slow, you know, mm. with a kid, you know, like officially we're like, you know, maybe after they're two, you know, we kind of start bringing it yeah. in. But, you know, at the same time, you know, people are giving kids antibiotics and all kinds of things without skipping a beat. And the um, and so I do like to wave the banner for, for trust in medicinals that have been given to kids, like especially astragalus. Like it's been used for a long time, very famous for ensuring that children stay fortified. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to tease it out of you because I know you have a view there and it's just good to to hear the assurance of why, you know, and, and that there's a history. It's, I think it's important to hear for, especially if people haven't got much experience with that or don't have the time to really research as well. It's like, yeah, you know, this is very normal. And th that's what I like when, when you talk about this, um, you make it sound really normal and, and this is just what you do. Well, I mean, I, and I, f I find I'm a pretty, as eccentric and as, as I am, and, you mm. know, I, I've, I feel like I'm a pretty grounded normal person and, mm. I'll, and i'll have i'll have very non as much as i go i am kind of like got peter pan syndrome and i want to live in neverland i'm <laughs> i will have a non-fantastical like really grounded conversation with you about how we're going to approach these things because yeah. quite often it's about ensuring that we we have realistic expectations mm. of what including a herb is going to do that we're not just thinking it's going to cure this or you know sometimes it does quite yeah. often it doesn't you yeah. know these oh, aren't okay. these aren't herbs to cure anything we're, we're just looking to bring harmony to the body and hopefully if the body has harmony with the herbs and you're looking at your environment mm. and you know making sure there's you know like environmental toxins aren't mm -hmm. going into like it's in a, you know a child's body you know it's like a piece of the puzzle and if you have realistic expectations that's when funnily enough and kind of you know counterintuitively you can see you know the glass ceiling coming off of what you can experience mm. long term in terms of what can happen with these herbs but you just go in grounded small doses just know that you're kind of doing something that humans have been doing for a long time which mm. is taking roots and barks and and mushrooms in order to stay in harmony with the the environment that you know the earth that they came from mm. cool yeah and i would love to dive into a few of those uh in, in a bit and maybe also talk about this is a typical person that would come to us or these are the typical mm. symptoms that people experience oh, yeah that's right you did say that <laughs> that's right <laughs> we had a talk before um but uh well, one thing that that would be useful i think is if, if we just have a bit of a fun, foundational conversation here about like the three treasures so so you were saying there's jing shi and shin mm. um can you just give us an example of like what would a person look like they have none of that um i'll do a i'll run through a quick analogy yeah so the treasures are the three foundational energies um which you are very you know you can relate to them in yourself like a thing so so it's it's actually almost like sorry to interrupt you but yeah. you know it's almost like a compass so you look like at the qualities that i may be missing and you said this is probably because i have a deficiency in chi which relates to a herb that i then can look for i need a chi herb here or mm. i need a shen herb here yeah the way it would generally work is that your yin yang five element which is a rough translation so your yin yang wuxing cycle the way that your energy is transforming between yin and yang in your body through your five element um, through your five major organs mm. gets out of step and when that's out of step then we see a draining of one of the treasures or a development of one of the treasures mm. you, you, you feel me on that <laughs> yeah. so if the three treasures are jing chi and shen an analogy and you relate to your own body um and the, 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 this isn't the, the beauty about it is everyone can be like oh yeah i can relate to that i can relate to that yeah it's simple right it's very it's very simple none, none of this is 
if, if anything um, is unobtainable for you in mm. understanding, it's just maybe I haven't been as refined in communicating it, or you're <laughs> looking, you're looking for something that's more complicated than it actually is. Yeah. Um, because the solutions are quite simple, and it's just like you have to make these changes, and it's like no, <laughs> I don't get it. It's too, it's too esoteric. I don't understand. It's like, um, but you know, it takes a long time to 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 crack that that rigid box-like thinking yeah. quite often in the West. But so if we look, we start with um, the battery being the starting point of this analogy. Mm-hmm. And so there is that battery, which is uh, really, you know, that Jing energy is is the battery and it lives in the kidneys. Mm-hmm. And you can relate to that battery losing charge mm-hmm. and not being charged when you burn it at both ends, yeah. naturally, your battery's going to lose charge. Right. And you you get tired, you get tired, you get tired. And then what happens in the West is when we fall under that critical mass of charge. Because remember, life is always trying to charge you mm-hmm. back up. You're always mm. being drawn back mm-hmm. towards, you know what you need to do. Mm. And often there's psychological things and you know baggage we need to... And, and, and environmental work factors and all that, mm-hmm. family factors. But Jing is that charge in the battery. And so, if we can ensure that we don't fall into that lifestyle, emotional, psychological loops that just keep on, you know, keep on draining that power in the battery, because eventually that's when you, when you get under a critical mass and you start going into exhaustion, that's especially when you start opening yourself up to physiologically walking on eggshells. And your Jing energy is related to, um, basically, it's the foundation. You know, if you have poor Jing, energy you're trying to build a temple on a swamp right mm-hmm. so you know in, in a way if you think about um someone like um so so the beginning let's say like you know someone is great you know everything is good that they're, they're not burning it on on both sides of the candle candle therefore you know they have enough jing going seven days a week no problem then you know they have less sleep and it starts that they need a coffee to you know to keep their energy level up Mm-hmm. And they need a coffee on the weekend to keep the energy level up. At one stage, on the weekend, they just crash and they can't help it. And eventually, um, and, and we sometimes see, see these cases when they come and, and, and look for relaxation and, and, and that type of thing, they, they go into um, um, chronic exhaustion, right? You know, like it's chronic fatigue and all of that. Would you say this is so, sort of a really extreme case of no Jing left? Yeah, and it's not even that extreme. It's like so common. Uh, and you know the warning signs come up early that you're getting uh, tired more often and you don't have a you don't have a strong foundation it's hard to get out of bed mm. um and so the and you you said it you go into extreme exhaustion and then what you start to see um especially at those critical points when um you can't handle stress if you don't have a foundational jing if your battery's not you're not charged right you don't have genetic potential mm. you don't have strong knees you don't have strong bones you don't have strong bone marrow you don't have strong brain function because the marrow of um, the the sea of marrow this is what the Taoists will call the brain. That doesn't have foundation, doesn't have the kidneys regulating it properly. And so you start seeing a slow, slow, slow deterioration. Bone health um, and then digestive health because, you know, immunological health because you don't have the jing, you don't have the foundations, you're going to start going downhill. What you see is rapid aging. You start seeing... Uh, uh, a, a very fast going gray you start all of a sudden you see an extremely very you know very sudden 
um, deterioration of the physical body because you've been flogging yourself and so you don't have the battery to actually keep regenerating. You don't have the power to keep regenerating. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. So, And then these people would come to you and would say, what can I do? Yeah, and so, I mean, from a herbal sense, obviously you guys get that we're talking a lot about lifestyle here. And yeah. So we can bypass and just make sure that we and just go, the herbs that we're going to be using in those instances, very simple, Jing herbs. Jing herbs are going to be the herbs that are working on particular organ systems specifically the kidneys as well as the kidneys it's going to be it's going to be working on the liver and in that instance you see that you get a particular yin yang whooshing flow through taking jing herbs like eucomia mm. like romania goji berry mm. dendrobium deer antler cordyceps and these are probably the most important Taoist tonic herbs for westerners because they are the Jing herbs mm. and they are the foundation. And if you've not got that charge within your batteries, how are you going to continue to charge yourself all the way up to, you know, like to be conservative, 70 and 80, mm. 90, 100? <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't even need to be fantastical, but do that without degenerating. Yeah. Because the Jing energy within you is, you know, as we said, it's, it's regulating. Your, your your bone health, your your hips, your your skeletal system, and so these are the things that deteriorate. And so if you if and and we don't want to get moral, we don't want to get people like, oh my god, I was exhausted, yeah. and, and and then I just went and did all these coffees. It's like the beautiful thing is you're getting on the front foot. You start to incorporate Jing herbs, and over the next few years, you watch what happens when you start feeling that you and you start powering up <laughs> yeah. and you start realizing and you've got the, that level of sovereignty that you can recognize, wow, I really burnt myself this week, huh. this next year, especially in springtime yeah. is when we start to, we've got all this experience and who we are in the winter, we've gone deep into ourselves and we've developed this wisdom, right? Who am I? You know, you're taking stock of really who you are, what I learned the year before and in spring, you get to really go, I really burnt it at both ends and this year I'm going to start taking some time off. I'm going to prioritize my practice. Mm. I do, you know and you, and you really get you know, it's it's an ongoing year by year. You're in flow with this perpetual flow with nature. So don't get moral about yeah. it and don't get down on yourself but the those jing herbs and the jing formula has just been a phenomena because yeah. it's very well balanced and those particular herbs and the way that that form that formula has been developed it has a particular um, proclivity to ensuring that we recharge that battery. Mm. And then what happens when we recharge the battery and we have that battery? Mm. All right, we've got to plug it into something. And so once you, it's kind of like once you go and you plug that battery into you as a human system, yeah. all of a sudden you can spark to life. So that's the second tre that's treasure the then. That's the second treasure. That's the chi. Huh. And so if you can see... Without that Jing, you're never going to get to that that point where you can actually animate this body mm. and move this body and have these emotions moving and thoughts moving and move the blood and have all these forces like um, transforming with you, taking the water chi, transforming that and heating it up into a vapor so that mm. can go up and, um, and and nourish your tissue and nourish other elements you know more wood-based elements within your within your body which we're getting a little towards the Taoist yeah. then but basically it's it's animation it's movement it's your vitality and it's your skip in your step 
You become lackluster and pale when you don't have chi. You become fatigued very quickly. You've you got you know you know a lot of these people they've got a lot of jing like um, like Keith Richards. Keith Richards isn't singer. It's 1970s. Um, guitarist. Oh, like Rolling Stones. Yeah. Jeepers He's got a lot of jing. He can take all the drugs and yeah. drink and just back up and yeah. back up and back up. He's blessed with jing. And then you know a lot of people, you know, like this. And and for them, that's not, you know, of course, you know, he, he looks like he could have used some jing herbs. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, for a lot of people, <laughs> it's the fact that they, you know, I can get up and go. It's not that I have exhaustion. It's not like I, I can't, you know, it's not, it's not like I can't get up out of the bed in the morning. And they're hustlers and they can move. But they fatigue. They lose the their mental stamina. So... If I compare that to people who are on the couch on the weekend because they can't move because they don't have enough jing. Depends on whether they're... Exi- yeah, okay, go so, for it. Yeah, right. So so I, I get your concept. So there's a battery that is charged now. So we're talking about people now that have enough jing, mm-hmm. but they don't. They, they might or they might not have the right chi. So moving this around... So, so I'm just trying to picture a person that would be like that because to me it, it is a bit like the same. Like if they don't move, then they don't have energy. But we, we're talking about people that don't move and they have energy, in a sense. Quite often the chi is where people will plateau. If you can't... If you know that, say, like if you're athletic and you're able to get up and you go to the gym and you train, but you actually don't have the capacity... Because chi rises up against gravity. You can't elevate yourself up into your next level of performance you're not actually developing and so you're plateauing at a particular physical level and what happens is you've got the jing and you've got the power Mm. which means you've got the you've got the genetics you've got the bone strength um you've got the knee strength and you've got all these kinds of things but what where chi actually comes from especially our daily chi so the chi herbs mushrooms Astragalus, white attractylodes, poria, turkey tail, gynostemma, um, where these herbs um, uh, are really taking effect is in our digestive system, especially that that spleen organ and our lung system, Mm. right? So that spleen organ, uh, that lung organ system. And so it's our digestion and our pulmonary capacity to actually extract energy from the breath that we're taking in and the food that we're taking in. What happens when you get really when you when you've got a lifestyle that has the basics down pat and you've got yeah. some jing herbs in your mm-hmm. diet, you've got the foundation. Normally you need to graduate to the chi. But quite often the change is so subtle but so transformational. When you start actually getting really good at digesting your food yeah. and you've got a combination of diet that's it you can actually digest and you have a breath practice and you start taking chi tonics and your lungs actually start getting to the point where they can really start pulling and cultivating mm. the charge off that air that you're breathing what we do is we take that chi and we send that down into the vital organs where that electromagnetic charge gets stored within the organs and so all of a sudden you start it's less palpable because jing is like you're exhausted you're not exhausted mm-hmm. and so people feel it but this is the difference being your pretty good self to being your absolute <laughs> electrified alive self where you have stamina you're not crashing at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. You go and you actually are cultivating electromagnetic charge within your organ systems. And meanwhile, that chi energy is getting circulated through the outside of the body as well. That becomes your protective energy, what we were talking about with the kids earlier, yeah. that protective chi. Now, don't get me wrong, like, chi is a harder one for people to wrap their heads around. Because yeah, you it's, can see my eyes. Yeah, because it's a bridge. Yeah. Because chi is transitional. 
we'll talk about Shen and everyone will be like, oh yeah, Shen, you know, <laughs> I want my mind to be calm. I don't want to be as like yeah. mentally stressed. I don't want to be as anxious. I don't want my emotions to be as erratic. But we'll, we'll, we'll go here a little bit now, a little bit more conceptual. You know, if in Taoism, if where our Jing is the earth and our third treasure, our Shen is the spirit. Yeah. So the earth is the yin mm. and the spirit is the yang. Mm. Then the chi is the bridge okay. between those. So this is the thing. Chi is the, the kind of the middle ground. And quite often where most people will sit when they want to go into automatic, you know, um, they want to go into the daily kind of grind of life and ensure that they stay as vital as possible and alive as possible. Like think, you can move your body. You stay light. Mm. You can take that skeletal system and you can really move it around, mm-hmm. right? You are pulsating life. Therefore, the blood can follow your chi and get into the tissue. It's a chop wood carry water treasure. You constantly need to be journeying down to the river and getting that best water and bringing it back up every single day. You constantly need to be chopping wood and you, in, in order for you to have wood to heat your house. So, that is, it's, a, it's not as rewarding you know, it's because it's so you you just need to do it every day. Every single day you're eating food and mm. every single day you're breathing mm. in order to cultivate chi. And so what it does is it sneaks up on you. And if you can have that good jing saving life, jing herbs, but then you get onto the chi herbs when you're no longer exhausted, the mushrooms, like the mason's mushrooms mm. are basically a chi tonic. And we've got a chi formula as well. If you get onto those, all of a sudden you get this slow build of charge coming in through your organs. Is it almost... When, when I compare it with with just having the power, you know, talking about Jing, and then the Shi, is that almost like having having the being keen on life or being like just able to to do certain things? Like I play this really good tennis game now because I wanted to, rather than it's, it's almost like to to me like not thinking about the body as much as as the mind is like it is a mot- motivational force as well, probably, huh? So that when when you don't have it. You just don't feel like it, and you just can't make yourself really doing that. It doesn't. It doesn't pick you up. Whereas if mm-hmm. you if you have a lot of chi, it picks you up. You use your energy, and it and it just gets you places, and you just do what your will is interested in doing. Mm. That's it. So if you see is Jing as the it's laid out potential. It's like a blueprint. Huh. The chi is the intelligent force of the universe. And it is the intelligent energy. It's an electromagnetic current, but not the way that we relate to it because it's got it's got an intelligence mm. and a formation to it, right? So if your chi, if you're eating incorrectly, if you're eating incorrectly for your for your spleen and you're dampening your spleen and weakening your spleen, mm. if you're if you if you're doing shallow breathing, you you're going to keep on getting by because you're going to keep on sucking away at your jing, mm. right? And then if you've got, if you've got, you know, you might be kind of a strong person, right? But all of a sudden you hit 70, you haven't been living correctly and cultivating your chi as you go along because you haven't been doing that chop wood, carry water um, lifestyle. You're going to get to a point where your jing runs out and bang, all of a sudden you get a degenerative disease and you get sick really quick. And that's what we see all the time. The thing with chi is, yes, you want, you've got enough energy to go and play a tennis game. Hmm. And it animates you and it brings you alive and it brings in motivational energy. But because you've got the intelligence and you're accumulating the intelligent charge within your body, you can continue to develop. And so your spark and your luster for life can be maintained intrinsically because you're not leaking your chi. Therefore, your body becomes just basically more stupid. 
as you go along. You don't have that intelligent force that can, you know, continue to adapt to life's forces and move in a, you know, and, and move in a way where it fills you with inspiration. And this is very conceptual because it is. She's <laughs> conceptual. And, there's no, and, and what you're going to see if, in someone who is um, deficient in chi is they're going to fatigue. They're going to have a healthy body, but they're going to fatigue. They're going to fatigue on their um, on their upskilling mm. in life. They're going to fatigue in their career, right? They're going to keep on hitting plateaus and they're not going to have the energy to go, right, this is where my... Um, this is where, you know, for instance, for me, like this is where the, the online retail space is at right now. Oh my God, it's changing again or social media is changing again. I just don't have the energy to go and like learn what's going on. I can't keep up. That's a deficiency of chi. Hmm. I've fatigued. I think so about so many people. You know how you, you know the people that you went went to school with, you, you know them for a long time and you sort of observe them, whether they're close friends or, you know, just every now and then you touch base on them. You see them and mm, what I found is like people just drop off and not, I mean, not in terms of friendship, but they just drop off of life and just like, They stay stagnant. Like something happened, and uh, I always explained it to me, like to myself, is like they had a really difficult partner, and therefore they just signed signed out, and you know, just like okay, you know, I will live the rest of my life, but I'm done with being interested in, you know, not being the cool cat anymore, not being that ideas person anymore. You can't do anything with them anymore. They would just want to be in front of the TV and so on. So these types of people that just somehow stop. They just stop. They're just they're not really there, and, and they're not the characters that you used to know, right? Mm. So, well, they couldn't transform. Yeah, and right, and and to me, it was always external causes, like external people, or a boring job, or just somehow, somehow not not well anymore. But not with this system. Basically, you look at these people and you say, all it takes, you know, give and take a good way to start your life again is actually moving your chi because you you, you got you know jing going there you know you're in your mm -hmm. what, whatever 20s 30s 40s whatever mm -hmm. and you only dropped off because you didn't watch your chi mm. you weren't regularly working on your emotions so your emotions became stagnant and therefore your chi becomes okay stagnant. so those are the people i was thinking of yeah, yeah. so that's a that's mm. a key that's a key factor you're okay. not going and dealing with your shit and you know mm -hmm. and therefore transforming yeah you you're not regularly coming back to a movement practice mm -hmm. therefore you're not moving your chi you're not eating appropriately therefore you're not able to digest build the blood therefore you know if the chi doesn't have blood to push then your chi is going to become deficient mm. more likely that the, you know, so more appropriately the blood doesn't have um chi to follow chi doesn't have the blood to follow it if you don't have you know if you're not if you're not breathing fresh air if you're inside all the time and you're breathing dead air then just very you know logically you're not going to be able to obtain that charge within your body And then that's if you can start to come back to that consistent consistency, consistently going and seeing like, you know, someone to talk, you know, talk through your emotions and, you know, like a Jungian style, like, you know, psychology where you're developing yourself or whatever, you know, mm -hmm. but consistently not just looking for that big bang. It's everyone in the West wants the Jing because it takes them from being exhausted to not being exhausted. And they're like, oh, what's next? What's the next thing that's going to work like Jing? It's like now you work your ass off. Mm. Now you get consistent. Mm. And that's the thing. It's not just about going and like, you know, blowing yourself out of your skull in like plant medicine 
or, you know, like super deep, immersive, meditative, 10 day silent retreats or anything like, although they're great, it's about your consistent meditative practice Mm -hmm. and your consistency in terms of like ensuring coming back to your true self and your own practice. That's where the chi develops. And if you can do that, you know, you're talking about, and, and some people just don't want to, and that's fine as well. That's mm. the best thing about this system is it's non-judgmental. I don't care. There's, there's places where I kind of like <laughs> have gone, now I'm just going to cruise now, but, you know, I take my chi herbs and I come back to my practice and I, you know, I sunbathe. It's another way we can develop chi and, you know, I drink good water. So I'm like, I'm holding on. Mm. I'm still holding on. I'm not falling back. I'm not falling. I'm still, I'm still moving my chi and I'm still developing and I'm, I'm allowing my stay into a, stay in a state of subtle transformation, continuing to work on my emotions every single day, right? Not in a hardcore way, just, you know, being open to talking about my beautiful, crazy dysfunction with my partner and with my colleagues yeah. and that kind of stuff. If you don't, if, if, sti, if chi is movement, and it stagnates. If you stagnate in life, then you're going to continue. You will dig yourself a hole and then you start drawing on your jing and then you start moving yourself into a place where you can, you can degenerate. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. No. But it's just in this system, that's how we view it. Uh-huh. And so those are the chi herbs. That's like my my why I love mushrooms so much because not only just we were getting very conceptual, but that is linked with your your up and go and your vitality and your, you know, your, your hormones been able to move and, um, you know, mm. your, your body been able to stay within its, um, you know, within a beautiful rhythm through the endocrine system, a rhythm through the immune system and keep moving and, you know, keep adapting to the environment. That's chi energy as I'd see it. And, and you, but you can relate to it very physiologically. And of course, you want that adaptability in your system. And that's why I like the chi tonics a lot. I like the medicinal mushrooms a lot. Mm. If I get as many, m- m- more people for, are on Mason's mushrooms than anything else <laughs> in, in my range. And it, yeah. and, and it fills me with a lot of joy. Yeah. Because the mushrooms have got their own trip going on in what they're doing for making sure that people's immune systems have been fortified and unifying the body. But I know at the same time, you know, it's work. They're working on every organ system, but they're really helping that chi to move and cultivate and so it helps bolster people and you know bring a little bit of a wind beneath their wings so that they can can continue to hold on in this crazy world of things again like really against them so that's um that's the chi oh hey um yeah let's let's go to the third treasure in in just a moment just just one i'm just intrigued if i take her chi herbs does that mean that it might actually trigger other chi blockages to to loosen a little bit like like what you know like do i feel like let's take let's say i take medicinal mushrooms that that move my chi does that mean that i'm more inclined to actually breathe deeper deep with my emotions or um or want to do more exercise um it's it's a potential some people will will feel that mm. quite instantly some people will feel an immense movement of chi some people will feel that an emotion that's been stuck for years mm. will move sometimes instantly and they will be able to continue to go and follow that path of development and for some people it's just that you know it's they're feeling a little bit better um it depends on the dose as well some people start on like a quarter teaspoon and stay there and it's like look you might need to get up to a full teaspoon in order to actually feel something kick on um there's always something good going on now but some people might feel that they've got the opportunity to um deal with something and then they just they just don't and that's fine as mm. well. At least the opportunity presented itself. Um, and the other thing that can come up is it moves chi and reveals 
that maybe that's why it's helped her people to go slow, it reveals another symptom that's lying under the surface, which you may not have known about mm. in, in as, um, as, as in a quick amount of time as if you, and if you weren't taking these herbs. Luckily, they're gentle herbs, but it brought something up and you don't know what it is. Great. Now you can take that and go and work yeah. with a classical, classically trained acupuncturist and actually bring it to the surface. Mm-hmm. So there's lots of opportunities. I know I'm talking quite fantastically here and I said that I could also talk non-fantastically, but when you've been doing this for over 10 years in terms of taking the herbs and getting yeah. people onto the herbs, I mean, it's, it's undeniable. It's mm. undeniable the opportunity there and people do it without the herbs as well, but lots of people are choosing to include the herbs into fortify those mm, energies mm. and that that journey that they're taking and it's palpable that the 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 assistance that they are giving you know, giving you as long as your expectations are right you reflect it's the same sometimes i reflect on how like i've been having saunas infrared saunas since i was 16 and mm. you know life's still heavy sometimes it's not perfect and mm. you know my body's not you know in like su- like perfect as well you know toddler young business and you know i'm, I'm going hard at times but you know, and I'm like, oh, I can, I can, you know, tighten up here and tighten up there, and I have the vision for where I want to go in the next mm. ten years. But I reflect on a on the sauna sometimes, and I think, far out, you know, it's been since I was 16 years old that I've been, you know, that I've been so eight, 18 years I've been doing infrared saunas, <laughs> and I'm like, I can, I can palpably feel just how much of a massive, massive impact. Mm. that's had on my life mm. and all of a sudden i have this this gratitude come out towards my practice and i can see that it's been a slow build and that it's not that i see the result just after i had a sauna yeah. all the time but it's a part how that slots in to my continuous flow of my mm. life over that long and that's the way that the the herbs work you look back and go how have they f- yeah. slotted into those last weeks and months and oh wow i can see they've just a little edge there little wind under the wings there and ah, oh, that really worked in that season, and that one did not so much. I can take that <laughs> out, and and then and then you go on, and so that's um yeah, that's the that's the nature of them, and you then you move on to the Shen, um the Shen the third treasure, treasure mm. which is what it's all about from the Taoist perspective, which is if you get the Jing the battery and you plug it in, so you can animate yourself and come to life and interact with this world and move through this world and mobilize all this stuff that's in you know inside. So it's like the spark in the machine, mm. right? As you, is the chi. Then the enjoyment that you're deriving and the wisdom that you're deriving through that movement and that aliveness, that's your shen, uh-huh. right? And so it's this, it's your ability to observe, have, an, have that experience because it's that higher consciousness. It's that mm. soul energy. It's, um, it's our spirit, which lives, you know, lives in the heart. So when the heart, the heart organ system is flowing, the heart fire. Mm. And it's been able to be adjusted so the fire can come down at particular times, it can come up at particular times and change during the seasons and not become such an erratic fire. Then your spirit can live there within your heart with ease. And then the idea is your more virtuous self can come through. So the heart is that place where we see our capacity. Our shen is, as we build our shen, and it can go and slip back mm. as well. But as we go along, we hope to just lay, make sure oh, let's let's cultivate a little permanent <laughs> aspect of our, of our of our shen as we as we go along. But that's our capacity to um, you know experience the many nuances of love and compassion and gratitude and 
forgiveness and mm. um and you know to to an extent that's you know a, like a, a a striving to know ourselves and a wisdom that's the shen energy so if you're plugged in with your jing that's the foundation you got charged there to animate and move then you're open to actually do, having experience life experiences and learning from them and enjoying yourself mm. right and so that's the nature of the shen energy and taking shen herbs um oh, i was meant to be i'm developing a little shen Shen oh, blend kind of a rich figure, yeah, like a dunk <laughs> dunkashen. Um, I was meant, I meant to bring you some, but um, like reishi mushroom, um, polygala, um, abesia flower, um, shadavari asparagus root. You know these um, sh- uh, shenporia. You know these these um, pearl as well. These these are the shen oh. tonics that work on um, many organs, but especially the heart in order to just steady the heart. When the heart's steadied, we can steady the mind and make sure the mind isn't chattering. And of course, it isn't just like, take Rishi and your mind will stop. But <laughs> that would be good. It can definitely help yeah. um, long term. Um, calm the mind mm. so that you can be less ideally, you can be, you have more presence, less erratic in your emotions so that you can observe yourself and learn and develop wisdom. And remember, this is in, you know, we're talking about over decades that they would Mm. have practices and take herbs to develop their Shen so they can become the greatest expression of themselves. And so it's very important to think over decades with these herbs because when you hear this beautiful philosophy that's new for us, we can become dejected when we're still experiencing hurdles in who we are after five years. And it's like, relax, mate. You are going (laughs) to have lots of hurdles, of course. It's stating the obvious. Everyone knows that. But... um, just so you remember, like, you know, it's like the ensuring that you are, you're showing up for yourself in your meditative practice mm-hmm. you know, and, and taking these, these Shen herbs, you know, along, alongside it as you, as you move along at particular times so that that more, that, that wise aspect of yourself that has an, a, a capacity to become a wise elder, that's someone that can, doesn't have to take life too seriously, that isn't attached to external um, external identities has a real strong knowing of themselves and has a really you know potentially a good laugh and a capacity to yeah, really enjoy of. themselves <laughs> and that's someone you see them you know you can see the someone who's lacking shen is they've got no sparkle in the eye right they right. might be strong they might be energetic but but there's that personality missing that yeah and personality is a key word there uh-huh. as well, because that true personality is as well related to that Shen energy, oh. right? And so you can, wow, an authentic personality coming through is, wow, that person's developed Shen. They've got a swagger there. Oh, they just know themselves. They might be doing something which yeah. is seemingly non-spiritual in their career or, mm. well, you know, but they've just, they've got this luster for life and they just enjoy it. And it's like, wow, that person, you know, whether they're just born with strong shen or they've worked on it they've developed it you mm. know that's that's the and that's the three treasures thanks for that so just come up with an if i come up with an example there would would i uh dear to propose for example well you know one of our girls is just under two the other one is six both of them seem to be they easily laugh about things. It's it's just there's that there's certainly a spark for life. Like kids, yeah. Would mm-hmm. we say like a, a healthy kid would have those all? Even though they were saying, look, you know, you want to move the she along, maybe you know, with the immune system. But overall, to me, they are just 
they're just ready to love they're just ready to charge they they just want to engage they they're never tired of of playing another let's pretend this game and and instantly are in that role all of that to me is a, is a very happy play and it really yeah mm-hmm. well they've got a lot of jing that's uh, what they're not deficient in they've got a lot <laughs> <laughs> a lot of crest cells they're like fresh over their embryonic unfolding and that's jing intelligence genetic intelligence rolling out with a spark of of, of you know the spark in the machine is the chi allowing that mm-hmm. that to happen and so they come out just dripping in jing so much energy mm. and they've got this erratic chi you know they're kind of like kids like <laughs> catch this catch that you know mm. get like you know and um and so their chi is learning but that's where their shen can be erratic as well you know like Mm. super happy super sad you know they can just swing like that because um you know and that's and that's that's their that's their gift and that's you know and and they're they're learning but that's their shen developing but it is un um they're they're not scarred you know so the from you know people might be scarred from experiences and stories they made up about experiences and so they develop a stagnant um, view of how they're going to be from now on and so therefore they've got a particular emotion that they're not dealing with they're just putting an identity on top of that you know they're just you know they'll just be you yeah. know they'll just stay bitter you know and so therefore they're not dealing with that you're going to have a stagnation and then you're not going to have a flow you're ultimately not going to house um, you know as you'll still have your beautiful higher self able to come through there's always just that opportunity if you go right into the you know to the deep sets of overly identifying you know with yourself as being a particular emotional way then mm-hmm. you know you, you might just lose a little bit of an opportunity for your shen to really you know develop and learn that little extra about yourself mm, that's awesome who would be a good representative of of a healthy a healthy three treasures really like do you have anyone like whether a fictive character or a real character in in, in mind there um, I think it's probably best for people just to look in their look in their own lives, especially for someone that gets over that sixty-five year old um, bracket, where their body's strong, they're walking, they've got nice strong knees, they've got exercise that's appropriate for their body. Therefore, they're giving themselves the best opportunity, you know, to mm-hmm. um, to to live a long time, and they they know their lifestyle and they know their edges. Right, but they're still adventurous because they've got that chi in themselves. So they're 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 vital. They don't get tired. They don't get fatigued. They're just able just to go 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 because they're imbued with the the, the that that passion and chi follows passion. Yeah. And then from there, they they aren't trying to be wise. They're just able to drop these pennies of um you know of wisdom when it's you know seemingly an appropriate time to do so you know and and they're funny they don't have an agenda in life they're able to flow through just flow through life and have a good sense of have a good sense of humor i mean like mm. wolfgang that we know is like mm. you know a good example of someone with strong, really strong shen <laughs> and in yeah. terms of no I, I don't know like i haven't thought about someone with a good example of all of them but it, it's really that that poster child which it's good not to have too much aspiration when it comes to these things especially based in someone else i find because It'll distract you really quick. I was thinking about Goofy or someone like that. But yeah, no, I get it. I, I see what you're saying. Because it, it probably Shen expresses itself in so many different ways. Like yeah. people can be really joyous but never laugh out loud. You know? That, yeah, it's a, it's a very revealing process, which mm. is what every culture that's based in nature 
has a you know the Taoists just documented it really yeah. well. They've yeah. just got a capacity to you know lead you back to just, just like be authentic, be yourself. You know mm. where do you fit in with the troop? You know where do you fit in in nature? What do you enjoy? You know verse like what's your responsibility and taking mm. responsibility for the choices you made. And it's tough. It's a it's a tough, amazing, sometimes shitty path, but it's just like you know, it's, a, it's and it's not even a virtuous path. Yeah, it's just I really you know it's one where you know it's nice the thought of being like giving yourself the best opportunity, and I don't like idealism. I don't have a goal for where what everyone looks like or where they're at when they're sixty, seventy, or eighty because it's going to be different. And sometimes there's factors we can't we can't control. We just give it our best, you know, a good whack. Um, but no, no agenda, you know, you kind of, you walk on the path a little bit, which is your own path. That's why I like Taoism because there's no, you know, agenda there. There's mm. no deity based agenda or anything like that. You don't have to believe anything. Just mm. like your, you and the way you relate to what's around you and what you can perceive in your body. Um, you just give yourself the best opportunity to become, you know, flowing as much as possible. Yeah. And that I like stacking the odds in that way. Mm. You know, just like, you know, everyone just try and think about their 65-year-old, 70-year-old self and just be like, yeah, what what would flow? Yeah. What, what would, what would it, no, there's no morality, no right or wrong. What would I need to do now just to make sure that, you know, that's in grasp and I think I can do, and, you know, may even be enjoyable, a little bit challenging. That would really kind of like set me set me up when I'm like you know that when I'm that far down track. I, I like that. Mm-hmm. Love it. Thank you for that. We approach the hour and um, don't want to take much more of your time, but I would love to touch just like on a couple of things. I I would love to to ask you just. Um, I, I really want the listeners to understand like why why I believe that your 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 tonic herbs are just so superior. Too much that is out there and it's similar like you know in our industry we're selling infrared saunas and i know that you know most saunas that are out there are not healthy for people and um it's a real shame and it's it comes down to really education and understanding a little bit about it and and you can distinguish quite quickly what's mm. good and what's you know what's actually yeah more hurting you than helping you that's one thing i just want to ask you and the, the other one would be just if you can just talk a little bit about sort of the top herbs that you or just just three herbs that, that you can pick and just you know point out a little bit of what they're about just so that people get a little bit of an understanding of how one talks about them and what they are for and what people are using them for individual herbs oh well you know or mixtures either way yeah formulas yeah as well. yeah we've touched we've touched on a couple um and i think they're probably the ones we've touched on two and mm. then i'll bring in another like one um i mean the jing herbs um which I, I said, well, they're containing herbs like eucomia bark, the Jing formula, eucomia bark, goji, mm. um, romania, cordyceps. When people are entering into the world of tonic herbalism mm. and they're exhausted and they just want to feel what, maybe they've forgotten what it's like to have that Jing back in their kidneys mm. and have their adrenals be nourished and not be out of sync with the rest of the body. That's the Jing formula. Mm. It's, the, it's a beautiful entry point. And especially if you're, mama four and you're going hard and you're like you know you can use that you can really use that especially if you don't have like lots of community support if you're an athlete whatever it is get on the jing herbs and just see how good you can get it back to being Mm -hmm. and then once you feel you'll generally find after like two or three months some people permanently but after two or three months you might go wow you know, I feel, I'm feeling pretty good. I actually don't feel like Jing anymore. I can move into, you know, move into something else. Mm-hmm. Um, the other, th- the other formula that people normally take in when they're first starting in conjunction with Jing is the Mason's mushrooms. Mm-hmm. 
And that's just because the mushrooms are so magical. They're so unifying. You know, there's there's herbs in... There's, well, I call mushrooms herbs. So there's mushrooms um, in Mason's mushrooms, like lion's mane, that are neurologically active. There's the reishi mushroom, which is known as the mushroom of immortality, um, spiritual potency, which is, you know, getting in immunologically, you know, to the marrow and nourishing our capacity to throw out really uh, high levels um, and, you know, making sure that we're managing our capacity to to hold high levels of white blood cells within the body. You know, wow. most of the mushrooms, but especially reishi, really hepato-protective liver, they're liver protectors, they're antiviral. Um, they're, you know, it's, it's a lung tonic, you know, it's, it's used for, for asthma and, and, and lung, um, mm. lung weaknesses and sensitivities. Um, shaga mushrooms in there, you know, it's got, it's one of the most adaptogenic substances alive. Mm. These, these herbs are pretty much all adaptogens, which people might've heard of, but yeah. you know, I, I, um, which is nice to throw in there for you to know, yeah, you're mm-hmm. taking your adaptogens. Shaga is probably, it's an, like, it's for, for youth preserving from a mushroom perspective, shaga is probably as good as it gets, you know, huge amounts of superoxide dismutase, huge levels of um, general and other, other antioxidants, skin protective, and just immunologically one of the most potent that you can get. It's got cordyceps in there, which is like cordyceps is in the jing and the masons. And so if you're an athlete, you know, you're frothing on that. I mean, just for what that can do for your blood oxygen optimization and your recovery. So Normally, people will get on the Mason's Mushrooms and the Jing and it'll be like, you know, Jing, if you're tired and want to build back that charge, Mason's Mushrooms, if you want that extra vitality and immunity. But the magic is there's all this stuff going on in the background. And Mason's Mushrooms is probably the best for the whole family as well. As I said, you put it in a hot chocolate, put it in a soup, miso, spag bowl. Oh, and a soup. Smoothie. Yeah, well, it's it's like a it's like a mushroom broth. Open, open this one and just like, you've had it before, but yeah. like have a... Oh, yeah, yeah. And we have like it at have, home, but like I've a, never yeah, thought about but it. Just have a smell like now with yeah, like soup right. in mind. It's yeah. you know, like it it works super well. Um, well, it's my favorite food. That's why I asked. I was like, oh, fantastic. And they're not, they're not heat sensitive as well, which makes life a lot easier. Yeah. Um, in so the, that's true for all of your herbs? Yeah, yeah, not oh, heat cool. sensitive. Um, I mean, and we, you know, we've like these are the herbs I take, and you know, you know, I just I I do what I want at Superfeast. I'm the owner. I'm the I'm the sole owner. I source. I had a very particular sourcing strategy, which was like get them as get exactly the herbs that I wanted to take. Mm. So that's like, um, you know, ain't no mountain high enough or valley low enough that I won't mm. go to get these herbs. And in, independent farmers, I don't want big businesses. I don't want a big conglomerates who are cashing in on the whole. Um, organic certification thing because as far as when it comes to like sourcing real good DDAO, which is like sourcing from the spiritual homeland, these Chinese tonic herbs from China, it's you, if you go if I go down the organic route, I'm going to have to lower the quality. So you know, like to right. such a high level. Hold on. So DDAO, when you use that, in a sense, that's like where it traditionally is grown in the traditional way, in the traditional um, with the traditional weather aspects and so on. Where it, where it it's just the strongest expression of that herb, right? Yeah, that's it. In the original text over 2,000 years ago that came out, there was a character next to the name of the herb that said, that's the province you need to be getting it from. But then people will say, oh, we'll just grow it in that province and we'll be DDAO, which is what's happening now. You know, I, talk, I call like the two-minute noodle businesses coming on board trying to cash in now that the mushrooms are all kind of like hot and, you know, no. trendy. Yeah, <laughs> but um, which is cool. It's actually cool. I'm not yeah. like, I, I do enjoy lots of people coming in because it means more people are getting onto mushrooms, which is magic. But 
they'll just set up a big warehouse down near a city in the province and call it DDAO by ticking off a couple of boxes. But you mentioned the other element, mm. which has got to be particular weather patterns, mm. particular altitude. For me, only sp- like a spring water, only a mountain spring water, or maybe a well water if that's not possible. So there's no municipal supply of water in there. There's not one external synthetic fertilizer coming in. There's definitely no pesticides. And for me, it's an independently owned farm. Right. And so from 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 a perspective of who we're interacting with in um, in China, they're growing it in a traditional sense and they're localizing industry. Right. So you can't grow to a particular there's a there's a glass ceiling on growing DDAO herbs, right, growing them from their, their mm. spiritual homeland, basically growing and farming a wild herb as close to a wild herb as you can, because once you scale to a particular point, quality goes down and we know. Mm. It's, just, it's, just, it's been around for thousands and thousands of years. D-Dow, you know, there's the highest quality herbs. That's it. Oh, you're growing Hishawu over in that province, but down on, you know, you're not, you're not, you're not like you're down at like zero altitude. Why? Mm. Oh, but don't worry. It's D-Dow. It's like, no, I can tell. You know, that's, but that's not, that's, that's something that's been around for since the Silk Roads opened up mm-hmm. and people started like moving herbs around and trying to make them more like drugs, right? Trying to get large amounts of production, separating it from nature, making mm-hmm. it void from nature, mm-hmm. using it to treat symptoms. That's when herbs started getting used as drugs and people would start going away from DDAO because yep. originally it was only DDAO. That's the place, only place you could grow them. Well. So... That's like something I'm pretty passionate about. And that's why our herbs are so badass, you know. And yeah. so, and then, you know, we do all the things like test for heavy metals and pesticides and aflatoxins and microbials and, and beyond do genetic testing, fingerprint um, chromatography. And we do that in TGA labs. So that's all there. Well, it's hot shit. Like that's the be- as good shit. as it goes. Mm-hmm. It's as good at these are like in terms of um, the raw the raw product you start mm. with. And we go, then there's, you know, I'm not saying we're the only per- people doing it. Um, but you know, like it's, there's, there's not many, but you know, then we go for a powdered, powdered extract application, mm. which has worked for me. And I decided on that when I was, um, starting at the markets, we start with, and we, that's why we kind of grow at a nice sustainable rate because we only have a particular amount of herb we can source. And, you know, then we have like we our reishi farmer, you know, one reishi farmer who's, teaching other people like in in the area that he's in around the mm. Davi mountains real high teaching other because he can he's only got a particular um area in which he can yeah. he can grow and handle so he's localizing the industry and teaching others how to do DDAO farming how to sustainably um su- and this is the key word sustainably acquire wild wood wild oak so we're growing the mushrooms on wild wood and that there's there's a lot of stories there because there's a lot of um endangered herbs in through china and just knowing that we're ensuring that we're working with operations that in no way shape or form are Mm. going to deprive not only the landscape of the actual herb but not even deprive the soil you know just like the reishis rotated every two years to make sure that the soil stays just beautiful and fresh and you don't Mm. even need the soil You, you but you need to remain you need it to be alive and when there's connection to a tradition of growing and a tradition of a herb you've you know, there's a long-term plan in handing that tradition over to future generations and ensuring that it's present. It's something we're void of in the West. But the the people that we're working with um, and I'm partnered with in um, in China and the, the farmers especially, they're connected to understanding that this is something that needs to get passed down. Huh. And also, just practically, you lose our business if you step out of that DDAO yeah. practice. And so, 
more often than not they're teaching us what next level is yeah yeah and and i've seen when you're over there and you do you know facebook lives or whatever you you can do from china is um you know, it's no a, VPN. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so always ways. And um, yeah, I can see how passionate these people are. And, and they, they have a lot of integrity and, and beautiful to hear from you that, you know, you learn from them. And, you know, so it should be because, you know, they, they probably have lived this for generations in their family. And mm. yeah, it's it's great to know that you're actually there because it's it's one thing to tell a story. It's another thing to actually have been there and tell the same story. Oh, yeah. And, and finally, neural nectar. I'm going to leave that with you. So leave oh, it in thanks. the workplace because that's the neural nectar is just the, the brain magic blend. That's a lot. That's a big one. People are, you know, people are needing some brain. pick me up. You yeah. know, people love the adaptogenic nootropics these days. <laughs> but, you know, from a tonic herbal perspective, no synthetics in there. Get the blood moving in through the cerebrum, you know, get the macuna in there. You know, from a Western sense, like lifting up the dopamine, but then, you know, we've just got these herbs like the rhodiola in there just to like pick the body up from the base because you need, you need kidneys to be in a brain tonic, right? Because the kidneys regulate the, mm. the sea of marrow. But that is, that's a blend where if you want to work with long term to cultivate a, a flow of blood and chi through your brain um, and a, you know, an electromagnetic capacity, which, you know, does tick over into um, recall, wit, uh, you know, just general memory, cognitive, you know, in, mm. enhancement, you know, with, and you, especially if you've got a big day of like meetings or podcasts or anything uh-huh. like that, you have a little start with a quarter teaspoon, that's a half a teaspoon. Um, it's not, it's not like the Masons where you take like a, a whole heat teaspoon every day, especially in the beginning, you'll feel that, you know, so like you'll, you'll, you'll really feel the neural nectar get to work, but it's a good, that's the mm, rhodiola you great. can smell as well. Oh, um, right. Yeah, the lion's mane in there as well, which is just mm. absolute brain magic. But um, yeah, that's one I wanted you guys to be getting onto. Ginkgo Dang. leaf as well. That's the best bloody ginkgo leaf. One of the <laughs> oldest trees, oldest trees, you know, in the mm. you know on the on the planet, dinosaur tree, and that's a dinosaur leaf going in there as well. Oh, great! I got it in my body now. That's connecting new to old. I mean, <laughs> old to new. Hey, um, I do do want to point out your integrity here, also in terms of your packaging, because it's really beautiful. They are myron glass, glass, right? Yeah. Do you just want to say one or two things about that? Because that, that's that's not like, you have to source especially, and it's probably you know not the cheapest packaging that you can imagine. It's probably no, it's one of cheap. the most expensive packaging, but there's a reason why you where you go all the way also with your packaging, hey? Yeah, and that's so that's ultraviolet glass. So that's the same glass that um, the Egyptians were using in tombs to um, preserve their their honey and their oils, and that's why really they were still preserved when they were digging them up because Gee. it's a ultra protective glass, only letting in that um, that ultraviolet spectrum of light. And so it's a preserver. You know, there's you do those tests where you put like a cherry tomato in a normal glass and an amber glass and an Amiron glass and you leave them for however long. Yeah. Clear, boom, it's gonna be it's gonna be rancid, mm. amber, it's gonna be quite dehydrated and coming out fresh of the Miron glass. So ultra protective, so it's protecting the herbs. Um also with the intent that everyone reuses them, either you go and get a big bag um, of herbs because we sell, you know, you can get your 100 grams there, but, you know, you can get 250 grams and eventually if you just know that you and the family love mm. it, get a kilo bag. Mm. You stick it in back of a pantry or put mm-hmm. it in the freezer if you're not going to use it for a while and keep on filling up your jar or you just take the jar, soak it, delabel it, they're super sexy. They're kind of like they're, they oh, look, they're awesome. They yeah. look jet black, and but then you get them yeah. in the light, and you get like the violet hits, yeah. and you 
put your spices in them. Yeah, know, we do. We we have all our herbs in, in our our cupboard in in there. You know, you label them with whatever because you can't of course look through it. Mm. My, yeah, yeah. mushroom mushroom fairy dyes. If you throw out a mirror on glass, just so everyone knows. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they can be really sharp. I don't, I don't think it has happened to me many times <laughs> because I treasure them. I really do. Mm. They are awesome. Well, thank you very much for that gift as well, Mason. Before you go, um, amazing the knowledge you have, eh? Like it's um, it's I, I love how you can put that in, in really bite size you know snippets there so that people actually can you, you break it down in a way that one can follow you and i love that and so uh, beside of course uh, your website of your company which is superfest.com.au mm-hmm. um and and that can be like your products can be ordered all over the world right yeah not at the moment because covid's kind of like screwing that up for everyone oh, yeah. we're working on launching in the states at the moment yeah and that's kind of coming but ahead. but I, yeah i know people in, even in europe who, who take your your products regularly but but what i also wanted to ask you is um where can people learn more of you because um i, I think you have a great way of of just you know translating this into layman's terms and and you know language that one can follow and understand like what's a good way to to follow you mm, there's a few it's like you know pick your pipe um we're basically an educational like you guys are an education mm. company as well so the super feast podcast I'll, we'll have like one week on, one week off with my fiance Tani, who people may have heard on the Sauna podcast. <laughs> and she's um, a wealth of knowledge. We don't just talk about herbs, we talk about the whole lifestyle on the yeah. Superfeast podcast. If you're on Instagram, we've got a lot of educational posts there, especially if you go to the IGTV section. There's a plethora of knowledge there. Mm. Jumping on the newsletter over at superfeast.com.au, yep. we, um, we have unique emails going out where Tani and I will. Um, share a little bit from the soul and uh, yeah YouTube as well cool. is there otherwise you go hit up the blog as well on the website it's all there nice yeah that sounds like a well-rounded company education is making one core core mission of your thing eh? well actually we have um free course as well called like, tonic herbalism 101 oh stop it yeah so yeah. everyone can go you know you'll find it on the website but yeah free <laughs> I think it's great. an eight eight video series where I break down yeah everything that i've just shared but into potentially even further bite-sized bits mason mm. thank you so much that was absolutely awesome i learned so much and i'm sure the people that listen to it as well thanks for go well i hope we have uh, have you on our podcast many times over in the future and, and for now thank you go well see ya <laughs> bye <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for listening to The Sauna Show. My name is Sebastian Mirau, and this episode was sponsored by Clila Jacuzzi Saunas, the world's leading provider of superior quality, full-spectrum infrared saunas. You can find more information and resources for this podcast at thesaunashow.com, all one word, or on Instagram at thesaunashow. Please don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and share this episode with friends. Until next time, have the best day ever.